Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Diary of a Young Black Woman podcast. This is episode two, and today we're going to be talking about enjoying the little things in life. This is important on anyone's healing journey because often we just get so caught up in the big stuff that we don't appreciate small things. Um, And this episode is definitely not going to be as long as my first one. This literally might be five to 10 minutes. It's very straightforward because I feel like we know that it's important to enjoy the small things, but we don't actually do it. Um, So I don't want to take up too much of your time today. I just feel like um, I was going to go to bed. It was originally my intention to record a new episode on Wednesday, but something was like, Megan, sit down and record the episode. So that's what I'm doing. (laughs) Um, So like I said, Often we get so caught up in the big stuff that we do not appreciate small things. I don't know about y'all, but I am a very goal-oriented and results person. A lot of my young adulthood, I say that like I'm so old. I am 21, y'all. But a lot of my young adulthood and even my teen years and even some of my younger years... Um, I was so goal and result oriented that I just cared about the big picture, what the end result was going to be, what's going to be the big payout, what's going to be the big ROI return on investment of what I'm doing. And not even like in business or school terms, like literally in anything in life, literally, um, I didn't care about the small, the small things that went into the big picture. I didn't care about the small things that could make me happy in life because I was just so focused on what's the next big thing that's going to make me happy instead of what's something today that can make me happy. And now when I catch myself sitting and enjoying these small things, it almost makes me emotional because I'm realizing like, you know, I missed out on so much happiness in life because I'm so focused on what's the next big thing. I'm chasing after what's the next big high that I could get. Not literally because I don't do drugs, but um, I'm focused on what's the next big high I could get. What's the next instant gratification I could get? What's the next instant huge happy feeling I could get? And not just, you know, what's something that made me smile today? Simple, simple and easy. What's something that made me smile today? I never thought about that so like I said now when I do it it kind of makes me emotional and I have to just sit and bask in it and I have to sit and appreciate it and get used to appreciating the small things big things are going to be there I think one of the things that I want to make a point of is big things are always going to be there we need to chill the absolute hell out people that are like me people who um you know look at the big picture and not the small things We need to chill the hell out. Big things are going to be there. That big, that, that big international trip is going to be there. That country ain't going nowhere. That country been here for billions of years. It'll be here for billions of years after you going, that country going to be there. Chill out. Enjoy the small things. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the journey. That job is going to be there, babe. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the journey. You know what I'm saying? Like, Any big picture thing that you are not taking time out of to enjoy the small things in between, we need to stop. It's robbing us of happiness and it's always making us as 
my mother would say, it's always making us be in survival mode. And survival mode doesn't mean like, oh, I'm, you know, constantly trying to find another dollar or trying to find another meal. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Survival mode has a lot of different connotations to it. And right now I'm talking about, I'm constantly, like I said, chasing after that next big high, that next big thing that'll make me happy. And I'm not even recognizing the small, the small everyday blessings that make me smile that make me laugh, that make me happy, that brighten up my day. You know what I'm saying? So life does not always have to be lit 24-7. It is okay to stop and smell the roses. I know we've all heard that term before. Stop and smell the roses or slow down and enjoy the ride or slow down and, and smell the roses or something, something of that nature. We've all heard it before. And when I used to hear it when I was younger, I would be like, oh my gosh, like the roses going to be there. I know what roses smell like. Why do I need to slow down and smell them? That's stupid. But now <laughs> um, that I realized what I was missing, I think it really is important to slow down, enjoy the ride, enjoy the everyday excitements, the everyday blessings, the everyday stuff that we take for granted. Stuff like breathing and waking up in the morning. Because some people didn't wake up this morning. Some people, did, some people stopped breathing out of nowhere. And that's something small that we need to learn to appreciate that's just one example I mean there's a ton of examples that I could toss out of things that I feel like are examples of things that we need to be more appreciative of but I'm not because like I said I'm gonna keep this episode short so with that being said I'm actually gonna go on to my tips of how to learn or practice slowing down and enjoying the little things in life. Um, so tip number one, I myself will literally enjoy and soak in the moment of everything I do. Everything that I like to do, everything that brings me joy, everything that brings me peace, everything that I like to do as a hobby, I make sure that I enjoy and soak in that moment. Almost like I'm always living in a constant in a constant experience. You know, cuz when you for example, when you go out of the country and you're experiencing another culture, you soak it in. You enjoy the moment. You're enjoying everything that you do in that country and with those people of that culture. That's what I like to do with the small things. So for example, some of the things that I enjoy, and these are everyday things. These are not things that I have to go out of my way to do. Everyday things that I enjoy, that I am trying to soak in the moment for and be appreciative of more are things like cooking, um, grocery shopping, driving, taking a walk, dancing, my apartment and let me and let me elaborate on some of these because I know some of these you're kind of like bro how are you how is that making you happy how is that something that just brings you joy I'll pick out my top two that I feel like some people are like girl that don't make sense number one grocery shopping um I think grocery shopping brings me peace because one I like to cook and (laughs) I need to I need to go get my own ingredients because I know what I like to use and so on so on but I like to cook And being with that, I like to go into the grocery store and see what new foods that I've never heard of, 
what new ingredients that I would say, oh, you know what, let me sub that in for this dish and see how that would taste. Or let me add that to this dish and see how that would taste. I like going and picking out my own fresh fruits and vegetables, getting my own juices, making sure my eggs ain't cracked, things like that. And I think that I value them more because once you realize that these are things that we take for granted, there are people out there that cannot go get their own groceries. And I know that curbside has become a thing and, you know, like it makes us, it's convenient. You know, if, you, if you're not feeling it one day and you want to pull up and have somebody put your groceries in your car and you just drive home, that's cool. But there are some people that have no choice but to do curbside or home delivery. And I think we take going into a grocery store, checking our eggs, picking out our meats, checking the expiration date on milk. I think we take those things for granted. And that's why I try to take joy in something as simple as grocery shopping. It brings me peace to know that, one, I'm doing something because I like the result of it, which is cooking. Two, I'm able to do something like this, even though it's so simple. And sometimes I don't feel like going and walking around 25 hours of H-E-B or whatever the grocery store I picked that week. I can do it. And so I try to enjoy that moment, soak in everything, soak in those new ingredients, those new cultural foods that I've never heard of. The people around me who might be pissing me off in the aisle, acting dumb, get your kids, kids running around or whatever. I try not to be bothered by it, but I try to soak in the moment of everything I do. Another one is enjoying my home. Now, let me tell you, (laughs) let me tell you something. I live in an apartment that is, some people would say it's small. I think for me, I think it's a perfect size, but I live in a small apartment in a college town around neighbors who are very loud and my walls are paper thin. I can literally hear when my neighbor's baby is crying and I couldn't be happier. You know what I'm saying? Mostly because one, I live by myself and I've been begging my parents to let me live by myself since I moved out. (laughs) That's one. Um, Number two, but also just because it's mine. I can soak in how I decorated my home. I can soak in the energy that I'm creating in my home. I can soak in the times when I'm having a worship session in my home, when I'm having a celebration in my home, when I'm crying and throwing up and sliding down a wall (laughs) in my home, when I'm sleeping peacefully, safe in my home. These are small things that we take for granted every day. Subconsciously, we take these things for granted. Some people don't have homes. Some people don't have, well, let me say, some people have homes, but they don't have good homes that they can sleep comfortably in at night and not worry about somebody coming in and breaking in on them. You know what I'm saying? Other people are in situations that they would do anything to be in our situations. And that's one reason why I just soak in the moment 
of just being in my home. My home. And I like being able to say my home as well. It's so peaceful. It's so peaceful when you can create an environment that is just so warm and welcoming and comfortable for yourself. Being able to cook a meal in your own home. Like I said, sleep peacefully and safely in your own home. Have a mini worship session in your own home. You know, cleaning and nurturing and taking care of your home. If you have plants, watering your plants. If you have pets, taking care of your pets. Just fostering that environment that you love. Enjoy that. Soak in the moment of everything you do. Those are my two. The grocery shopping and my home that I feel are kind of weird for me to say that I soak in the moment of those, but I do. And those are two great examples of when I say every single little thing that you do, that you have, that you experience, really soak in that moment. Let's move to point number two. Listen to the world and not them dang on AirPods. And I had to learn this for myself because like I said in my first episode, if you guys listen, I'm in college and I go to college on a really big campus and sometimes actually no let me replace what I said a lot of the times most of the time all the time I walk around with my airpods in I'm blasting whatever I feel like listening to that day and I'm blocking out everything around me there could literally be a group of my friends walking behind me yelling my name and I wouldn't recognize it there could be a parade going on in the middle of campus and I wouldn't hear it And one thing that I am recently doing, and I say recently, I mean within the past month, I walk around without my AirPods in. And even though it's uncomfortable because I've gotten used to these past three years walking around campus with my AirPods in, blocking out the world. Now I'm letting the world in. I'm noticing things around me. When there are organizations promoting themselves in the quad, I'm noticing When my friends are saying, hey, Megan, I'm noticing, I'm waving back, I'm able to speak because I can notice them and hear them. It also helps because it makes me feel like I'm connecting to the world more. And I know that that's kind of like hard and something that people don't want to do because the world is going to shit right now. It really is. I'm not going to lie. But this is the world we have. What are we going to do? Cry about it all day? No, you might as well connect with it while we heal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like to connect to the world now, even though I'm still a really shy person and it makes me want to shit bricks sometimes. Um, I like connecting to the world now. It's so interesting that on my way to class, I'm able to people watch. You know, people watching is fun. Let's start there. Have y'all ever sat down somewhere and people watched? My favorite places are the airport and a college campus because you never know. For example, on a college campus, because this is just where I spend most of my time, you know, you see people walking mad slow or mad fast. If they're walking mad slow, that probably means they ain't got nowhere to be on a time limit. They probably going home. They probably tired. They probably just filled an exam and got to bounce back before the next one tomorrow. If somebody walking mad fast, something probably just happened. They late for class. 
they got an exam and woke up an hour late for it. And now they only have an hour to get there and finish it. You just never know. People watching is so fun, especially when it's people that are living the same, relatively same day-to-day life as you. And that's kind of what helps me keep my AirPods out of my ear. When I'm taking the bus to and from campus, I'm just sitting on the bus watching, listening to people's conversations. Not like eavesdropping like in a creepy way. Don't do that. But... I'm just connecting with the world without even saying a word. I'm being more aware of my surroundings and being aware of others around me. And in a way, for myself, I can't speak for y'all and other folks, but for myself, in a way, that gives me a lot of comfort. And it makes me enjoy everything around me. So... Listen to the world and not your headphones is point number two. Point number three, and there's only, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. There's only five of them. We on number three. Point number three is to disconnect from social media and form healthy, productive, small habits. This is a book in itself, child, but I'm not going to get that deep into it. All I'm going to say is for the past month and a half to two months, The only social media that I have had is Instagram. And I deleted Twitter. I deleted Snapchat. I deleted TikTok. TikTok was the hardest to let go. I ain't gonna lie. Y'all know how addictive TikTok is. That was hard. Um, But the good thing is, is for me, I'm one of those out of sight, out of mind people. Once I deleted it off my phone completely, um, as the days went by, it kind of got easier to you know, do without it. Um, and I only kept Instagram for, you know, like, um, communication reasons. But when I got off social media and when I took my little hiatus and when I disconnected from all of the fakeness of social media, it helped me form productive, small habits, things like I'm reading more, I bought myself a burn book and I'm learning things about myself that I didn't even know. And I'm literally me. (laughs) Um, I picked up a new hobby of making trip itineraries that could happen one day. Um, I'm just doing other things more. Also, I have more time to do my schoolwork, study, juggle my organizations, I'm more productive because I'm not spending seven hours a day on social media. And some of y'all looking at the screen like seven hours, making you be on social media for seven hours. You do too, babe. I dare you to open up that screen time app or setting in your phone and let it tell you how much time you spend on on your phone and on each individual app every day. (laughs) You'd be surprised. And that seven hours that I was spending on social media... That seven hours basically added to my day of me being productive. And it makes me feel so much better. I think forming smaller, healthy habits is also helping me enjoy the small things in life. Because now I'm enjoying stuff like reading a book. I haven't read a complete book cover to cover since I was in middle school. Once I hit high school, babe, it was over. (laughs) 
the books ain't had a I ain't had a fighting chance. But I've been reading books cover to cover. And they're good too. Like Rick Ross's book, um, what is it called? It's the Blue One Child. It's called Hurricanes. Y'all need to read that book. That's good. Jeanette McCurdy's book, I'm glad my mom died. Couldn't put the couldn't put the thing down. That would have my jaw on the floor every single page turn. I mean, no, for real. Like y'all need to go read that book. That book is wild. But I'm appreciating and soaking in the moment of being able to just appreciate reading. And I'm learning to write in my prayer book. I'm appreciating prayer, spending time with God more. Those are small things that we take for granted. I'm also soaking in the moment of learning to love myself more. Because now that I'm not on social media 24-7, now I'm not looking at all of the social media models and comparing myself to every single, every single inch of them. So now I'm able to soak in the moment of loving myself more. Because I took out what was tearing down my self-esteem. And one day, don't, don't get me wrong, like I'll probably get the apps back one day just to see what's going on. But I think that I'll be healthier and able to manage it better, you know, instead of getting sucked into that all the time. So that was point number three. Disconnect from social media, form healthy, productive, small habits. That will also help you enjoy the small things in life. Point number four, real simple, one-liner. Thank God for every little thing. Every little thing. Every little thing. Go off on a tangent. I thank God for my house, my car, my computer, this gift card, these scissors, these pens, these pencils. That food, that pack of noodles that I just killed. This deodorant, that bonnet, that suitcase, my bed, my wall art, anything. Thank God for everything, every little thing you can think of. Because somebody don't have that, number one. Number two, it's just, it's just being grateful. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when you're grateful for all of the little things in life, that leads you to be able to handle being great, being more grateful for bigger things. You know, if you show God that you're so appreciative of all of the small things that he does for you, he will entrust you with bigger blessings. You know, so that was point number four. Thank God for it. All right. And point number five, last point. This is something that I've been doing, and I think that it helps me to soak in the moment and enjoy the little things because I'm asking myself to recognize three things that made me smile every single day. And I do this every night before I go to bed. I work it into my prayers and I say it out loud. Like I'm telling God, hey, these are three things that made me smile. Or these are three things that you put into today that made me smile. And I mean, it could be anything. It could be something as big as I got Beyonce tickets. Oh, my gosh. That's one thing that made me smile right there. I was doing backflips in my room. I got Beyonce tickets. Or it could be something as small as I was walking out of the coffee shop and the guy that held the door open for me smiled and said, have a good day. It could be something as big or as little as those. But there, I promise you, it doesn't matter what your day looks like. It doesn't matter how good or bad your day is. I promise you, 
if you look back and scan your day, like you're looking at film, you will find at least three things, if not more, that made you smile or laugh or just lighten up your day or anything. You will find at least three things that made you smile. And I've been doing that. And like I said, even on my worst days, it just makes me enjoy all of the little things because you realize that there's happiness and joy in every single situation that you could go through. It makes you focus not on just the big picture, but it helps you focus on the small things too. Small things like the guy holding the door open for you. Smile, have a good day. Someone saying, hey, girl, I really like your hair. Or, oh, my gosh, those shoes are so cute. You are rocking that dress. Something like that. I don't know anything. I'm just throwing out stuff at this point. But, yes, I dare you to try it. I I dare you to try it before you go to bed every night. Look back at your day like you are watching film and point out three things that made you smile. I guarantee you, you'll find at minimum three. I guarantee you. Just try it. But that was our last tip. Those were our six. So enjoy and soak in the moment of everything you do. Listen to the world and not them AirPods. Disconnect from social media. Thank God for every little thing. And point out three things every day that made you smile. By doing this, I hope that you guys will advance on your journey, as I'm trying to do, of um, healing and just being more grateful for the small things, not focusing on the big picture or the next big high that you could get. Focus on the small things that make you feel just as good because they're there. They might not be as as flashing bright red and have arrows pointing to it, but they're there and you'll find them. And once you find comfort, um, and consistency and being thankful for these things, you will find that there is a lot more happiness in life than there looks to be. Because I know that, especially in the times that we're in right now, we're in a recession. We just got out of a pandemic. Apparently, the U.S. is broke and my credit is better than theirs. Like, there's just there's just a lot going on. The Ukraine, China, I don't know. There's just a lot going on. And... I know it can be hard to, especially as a young adult, look at the world and say, I'm just now being an adult and I'm supposed to be happy with this. For real, like how do how do people be happy in life? I was asking that question at one point as well. But I think when you and don't get me wrong, I still ask it because this is ghetto for real. But I think when you take time to slow down, stop comparing yourself to everything and everyone when you take joy in the small things that you do and when you just thank God for every little thing I think that's what also contributes to how to be happy as an adult in this day and age because we have to focus not on the negatives Or not on the, oh my gosh, I don't have this. But we need to focus on the positives and what we do have and what we can do with it. When life gives you lemons, what do you do? You make freaking lemonade. 
Um, so yeah, it's about to be 12 o'clock. I got class at 9.30. I need to stop talking. So, um, I hope that y'all found something with this episode. I enjoy doing these. Um, I'll probably do another one on Wednesday, but don't quote me on that. I'll see. But yeah, good night. Thank you for listening. And I hope you'll tune in to the next episode.